Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Joining us on the line, ABC News political director Rick Klein, as we take a look at everything that's happened over the past week. Hey, Rick, it's been a busy one. New Hampshire in the books, and it has people wondering if this is now a, a two-person race. I'm a little curious, though, to that effect, where what happened in New Hampshire was basically what everyone expected. If not, Nikki Haley may be doing a little bit better than what some people would have expected, given the polls. And yet here we are after we get what happened as advertised and people are saying, oh, I don't know if Nikki Haley can do it anymore. Like, why the sudden shift in tone? Well, doing better than the polls still means losing by 11, and losing is, 11, is losing. She lost by 30 in, in Iowa. Um, well, she's right. There's only two states voted, and last time I checked, just 50. So there's a lot of voting to go, and no one has won anything yet. But if Donald Trump remains as popular among Republican voters as he is right now, and as it's confirmed in Iowa and New Hampshire, uh, he's going to win every single state, and he's going to win blowing away. Um, the question is when, and Nikki Haley has something to say about that. She has every right to stay in the race. The, the, the South Carolina primary is still four weeks away, a huge gap in meaningful voting between now and then. But she's got to do something to show that she's viable, to tell donors that she can still do this, and to start to show some movement. And she needs this to be the beginning of the campaign. And I think the problem for her and, and for other Republicans who want to be Trump is that it isn't, that we're somewhere in the middle, if not toward the end. It, it seems over before it started for a lot of people. But yeah. is there room for a third-party candidate to be a contender here? I think that's going to be a huge question. If indeed Trump wins, and of course Biden is, is almost certainly going to be the Democratic nominee, uh, a lot of people are going to ask him, why are we doing this rerun with these two old men? And uh, isn't there something else we can be looking at? And I think there'll be a lot of scrutiny on Bobby Kennedy Jr., on Cornell West, on, on anyone or anything that no labels decide to put forward with a, as a ticket. I think there's going to be people kicking the tires on that. They have a lot of, um, a lot of work to do to get on ballots, to even get to the starting line of being in consideration. But I think it'll be a big factor this year. If there are no other reason that people want something else, it's just it's hard to do it. But I think people are going to be asking the question and, and, and looking into those candidates for sure. Well, if people want something else, like we've been told for the last year plus, they have a funny way of showing it, right? Because it looks like it is going to be Trump-Biden, despite everybody saying that that's not what they want. It's drawn attention to not only the third-party candidate idea, but, uh, Rick, I think maybe more significantly, how we conduct primaries and whether or not they should be open primaries just across the country – uh, and if that would lead to maybe a, a better result, where is that discussion? Does it have any merit? Well, I, it's not something that I think you can dictate. P- parties are uh, are their own private entities, and Democrats can do their primaries how they want. Republicans can do theirs how they want. 
is the fact that Iowa, New Hampshire gets this outside influence at the beginning. I mean, that, that's, they're, they're, they don't get to be told how to, how to change that. The way to change that if you're a voter, <clears throat> excuse me, is to, is to vote like it. And uh, in a state that allows you to participate in a primary, you should go do it. The numbers are dreadfully low. Even among registered Republicans in Iowa, the participation rate, I think, was 17 percent, less than one in five in Iowa. That's wild. And, I, and, you know, you have to put it back on people. And the systems aren't going to change if, unless or until people change their behavior to, to force them. Um, but I do think the, the idea that only two states are done and it seems it over already is, is off, is wrong. And if, you're in this, if you live in this country and you're not happy with the choices, the vast majority of Americans will never have had an opportunity if this thing is over before it starts. For Trump, I'm wondering about his VP choice. Um, he's not been able to crack 46 or 47 percent. Who would complement the ticket and get him to 50 or above? Well, I, look, I think the obvious, the most obvious choice in front of him would be Nikki Haley, because um, there's a lot of voters voting for Haley who said they wouldn't vote for Trump. Maybe they'd reconsider with her as the number two. But I think the bad blood that's emerged between them makes that less and less viable. I don't think Trump thinks about this like most politicians, to be honest with you. I don't think he thinks they grow the base. I think Mike Pence was actually a pretty traditional choice. He wanted to make sure he had the evangelical vote and conservatives uh, feel more comfortable and put them at ease. His problem this time is different. His problem will be more with the middle of the country. I think they'll look at a, a number of women, uh, in particular, uh, Congresswoman Elise Stefanik, uh, uh, Governor Christine Nome from South Dakota, I think will be high on the list. I think Senator Tim Scott, who was quite enthusiastically uh, at Trump's side the other night, uh, will we'll be part of the mix as well. But, um, you know, Trump is going to have some fun with this because that's what he does. And I think going to put it in a lot of different directions over the next uh, four or five months. Say. Outside of presidential politics, well, maybe it's not outside of presidential politics, uh, the border and yeah. immigration reform. Uh, where do we stand on getting something done here? It sounded like there was some real momentum, but now I'm not so sure. Yeah, and actually you can probably blame presidential politics for it because I do think there was momentum going on, and then Trump's uh, romp through the first two states have, have changed some equations. Mitch McConnell the other day said we, didn't want to, we don't want to do anything as Republicans to get in his way, which is wild coming from Mitch McConnell. He's since reversed himself and said, let's stick with the negotiations. But Trump's coming out and saying that this is not um, a good idea for Republicans. Um, this extraordinary Wall Street Journal editorial today said, hey, Republicans, cut a deal with Biden because you're not going to get a better deal with Trump. It's a conservative editorial page that sees the writing on that wall. Uh, I, I think it's going to have to overcome presidential politics because right now uh, Donald Trump is, is acting as if he's uh, already the nominee, if not actually already the president, um, in, in pointing Republicans in the right direction. And there's a vanishingly small number of Republicans who are willing to, to buck Donald Trump. And so this could be on the verge of collapsing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I think Trump would have a lot to do with it, and presidential politics would have a lot to do with it. You know, I think I, I've been around enough Washington deals to know they often look like they're totally dead, and then they come back to life, and they kind of take on a meaning and a momentum of their own. But uh, yeah, I've also seen, you know, 25 years' worth of attempts to try to get immigration reform uh, meet the same kind of sad fate. Uh, bring it all the way back around. What does Nikki Haley need in South Carolina to make sure she stays in the race? I think it's pretty simple. She needs to win. I mean, I, you, you can't win primaries if you're losing primaries. And uh, right now she came in third and then second. Uh, and, and New Hampshire was particularly thing, a thing because of the demographics and also because of independents could vote there. In South Carolina, Democrats can even vote in the Republican primary as long as they don't vote in the Democratic primary. So you cannot find a better two and three states for her after, after Iowa, New Hampshire, and then South Carolina. And if she can't win one of those, I, I don't know how she ever wins a primary. Then she's just hoping for Donald Trump to 
to withdraw from the race or something because that's not that's not a strategy to win. So I, I think it's a pretty clear cut standard. I, I don't think lo- even losing narrowly helps or does much. But keep in mind, Super Tuesday is like a week after South Carolina. So if you don't have something done by South Carolina, I don't know how your campaign goes national. I think that effectively is the do or die state. Rick, thank you. Always appreciate it. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 